you'd think that perhaps in terms of optics, if you were bringing in a new White House press secretary, you could maybe possibly find someone who wasn't married to a CNN anchor. Do you think? Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, well, you know, it's Dave Rubin. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Uh, and welcome to the Sean Show. We, he was talking about this this woman who's going to be replacing Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki's last day uh, as the press secretary. She's already getting paid by MSNBC, by by the way, which is kind of a bozo no-no, ethically speaking. Ethically, ethically speaking, uh, as she's still working for the administration, at least to the end of the uh, uh, week. But she's being replaced by... A black lesbian. There, I said it. Karine Jean-Pierre. Am I saying it correctly? Karine Jean, or is it Jean-Pierre? Something with a French accent. Oh. And she's uh, she's a black lesbian. Because, you know, we're, we're dealing with the politics of identity, right? So you got to know, she's a black lesbian. Hey, you over in the corner. Guess what? Karine Jean-Pierre. Is a black lesbian. Oh. And uh, she's also married to some chick over at CNN, an, uh, an anchor for CNN. Uh, who, who we suspect also to be a lesbian, or at least deeply confused. And if, you, you know, if it were, if, it, if this were a Trump appointee, or any Republican press secretary for any Republican administration, and the press secretary was married to a CNN or an, or a Fox News person. Oh, oh no! Oh, they'd be you talk about protesting in the streets. But just so you know, Karine Jean Pierre is in fact a black lesbian. So that's what Ruben was going off on there. Well, he wasn't he, he wasn't talking about her black lesbianness, but uh did I just say black lesbianness? He was talking about her marriedness to a CNN anchor, which should really disqualify her right there. But it's okay. She's playing for the other team and I mean the Biden team. And uh Jen Psaki was a little too honky for it. Jen Psaki was a, a freckly Ginger chick. Gingers have not yet achieved, you know, some sort of special minority status where they can have their rights protected. You know, so Jen Psaki was as white as Peter Ducey. Both of Peter Ducey was not quite as freckly as uh, as Jen Psaki, but they're both honkies. They're both crackers. Crackers. And, uh, you know, uh, peace, uh, Peter Ducey went after her. So you need to roll in a black lesbian because if you get a black lesbian in there, maybe P- Peter Ducey will back down because he doesn't, he doesn't want people to think he hates black lesbians. I'm sure she's going to bring that up. Don't you kind of feel she's going to bring that up at some point really, really quickly? Well, Peter. Wait, she's a black lesbian. Well, Peter, as a black lesbian... Let me tell you, dot, 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 dot. 
Jackie Heinrich gets up there and is like, Jackie, you're looking pretty good. I'm sorry. But this is all about identity politics. This isn't a, it's not about advancing a black lesbian, okay? It's about having a black lesbian as the press secretary. That's what it's about. Yeesh. Uh, 210-599-5555. Uh, also, let's see. This is a fun, I'm just kind of seeing this. Oh, we had a caller just now who said that? Chris just sent me a note. We had a caller that said black lesbians matter. Well, to other black lesbians. <laughs> or, you know, whatever you're into. I got nothing against lesbians. Don't get me wrong. But lesbians are being used just like every other minority group right now by the Democrats who are terrified, freaking terrified, about freaking November. So if they could trot out some transgendered people, trot out some lesbians... Trot out some gay guys. You know, that's really what it's all about appearances and wokeness. There's no reality to it. Ann Robinson is the Robinson is the outgoing countdown host of the Weakest Link fame. I I've never seen that show. Chris, have you ever seen that show, The Weakest Link? What the hell is that? Well, you are the weakest link. I am the weakest link? Uh, the, let's see, Ann Robinson. Oh, I remember that show. She was kind of a hard ass, wasn't she? She was a hard ass ginger chick, wasn't she? Like a British chick. Oh, right. You are the weakest. Like now I remember. She has now waded. This is the Breitbart story. She's waded into the trans debate. Uh, she is now claiming for everyone to know, and uh, beyond all doubt, according to a British person, Anne Robinson, I think she's British, uh, that a woman is someone with a vagina. That's a <laughs> This is the bright part story. The 77-year-old television presenter, best known for her mocking take-no-prisoner style, made the comments in an interview with the uh, nationally conservative Telegraph saying that people were, quote, entitled to disagree with her, but that she was, quote, horrified that we can't have a debate about this. That's what really troubles me. I'm horrified by the lack of safety in women's changing rooms, in swimming pools, and that sort of thing. Oh, she's going to be canceled by the end of the day. Uh, she's going to be gone very, very soon. How dare she engage in such horrible hate speech by saying that women uh, are people with vaginas. Of course, we already covered the uh, uterine transplant story, where if you're a dude and you want to have a kid, you can now have an, a uterus uh, transplanted or implanted in, inside of you. First dude that gives birth is going to be like, ow, never doing that again. Here's Johnny. Johnny, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, sir. Uh, I get, you're talking about that getting a stone stuck in your head. Well, that song got stuck in my head uh, like two days ago, Willie and Willie, no, Willie and Merle song. And it's talking about, y'all keep talking about them lesbians and all. Uh, that's just great the black people like me. But that song, Willie Nelson. Merle Haggard, the whole world going to pot. It's, it's a song 
to the T away the world going. Yeah, I concur, uh, Johnny. Thank you. The whole world is going to pot and not in the fun way. Do you think a woman is someone with a vagina? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> There's that's my answer. Yeah, it's sort of that sort of has to be there. Yeah. Uh 2105995555 San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Ahead of her back, News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. 21 minutes. Yes. <laughs> On News Talk 550 KTSA. <laughs> takes me 21 minutes to uh, use the bathroom. Um, I, uh, I, no, I'm kidding. Uh, not, not really. Um, I just, I, I got distracted because I saw, so we've been talking a lot about music today because it's Bono's birthday, 62 years of age. And U2 is one of my favorite bands, if not my favorite band of all time. And I also am rediscovering the Beatles. I, I, I've been listening to a lot of Beatles lately. It's been a long time. Kind of, I was doing some Johnny Cash there and some country music and I decided to go back to the Beatles and listen to some Beatle action. I'm also a huge George Harrison fan which I've said a, mi- a million times on the air, and I just stumbled across a meme. And talk about perspective, okay? The meme says this, Remember when you thought the traveling Wilburys were a bunch of old farts? Here's how old they were at the time. Bob Dylan was 47. Jeff Lynne was 41. Tom Petty was 37, God rest his soul. Roy Orbison was 52, and George Harrison was 45. When they did the uh, Traveling Wilburys. They were all, except for Roy Orbison, much younger than I am now. <laughs> That'll wake you up in the morning. That'll give you some... Because pre- I was one of those kids. This is the late 80s, right? Oh, those Wilburys. God, George Harrison, he's such an old fart at this point. He was 45, man. Uh, but it got me thinking about, uh, just music and what your favorite band is. Do you have a favorite band? Is that something people even have anymore? Do you have a favorite band that is just your band? You don't, that's, that's the band that you, you know, like more than any other band? Or maybe a performer that sticks out in your brain that is your favorite, uh, songwriter, performer, singer? I'd be kind of curious. Um, I, you know, again, U2, probably my favorite band. I cycle around to, you know, I I don't know how you are, but I I listen to the same crap. Chris is already nodding his head. I I I'll listen to the same crap for about a month or two months, and that's all I listen to. And then I go to something else. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not dicing it up to where I'm listening to different stuff all the time. Don Morgan's much more elect, eclectic than I am. I I basically have been listening to the same nine records for the past thirty years. It's just every now and again I'm obsessing on one of those records, and then I get bored of it, and then I move on to the to the next one. So right now I'm obsessing on the Beatles for some reason. I ordered a bunch of Beatles music on Amazon last night because I have a problem. I have an addiction called buying useless crap on Amazon. But I'm curious, since uh, we're just going to hang out here for the rest of the show, if you have any thoughts on your what's your favorite band, uh, U2, probably my favorite band altogether. 
uh, Beatles and Nirvana after that. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Well, we can't spend the whole damn time talking about abortion. How depressing is that? Um, Nancy Pelosi calls these people showing up at the homes of the Supreme Court justices. Uh, these are just folks displaying their righteous anger. Their righteous anger. I'm not exactly sure. Hey, let me ask you this. If you're angry and you're upset by what this leaked opinion uh, could possibly predict, I mean, it, it, nothing's happened yet, right? It's not going to happen until the summer as far as the decision. But if, if you're freaked out and angry over the leaked opinion that would effectively over, that would have overturn Roe v. Wade, what exactly are you upset about? What is it? Do you know? What are you upset? I'd like to hear that. What are you upset about? It, it, it because the, you're hearing a bunch of crap from the left about this on a daily, almost an hourly basis. All right, it doesn't ban abortion in America. Makes it a legislative thing. It goes back to the states, right? Each state can then determine legislatively, which means if you live in one of those states, you can argue for whatever it is you want as far as abortion. doesn't mean you're going to get it, but you could support uh, one state legislator over another as far as what they want to do uh, with abortion. It becomes a state's rights matter. The state determines how many restrictions or if you have any or if you're allowed any abortion at all. I mean, it's there will be maybe some states that will have very heavy restrictions. There will be other states who, like California and New York and Washington State, that will have very lax restrictions on abortion. So it doesn't ban abortion. That doesn't happen. Uh, several other bits of crap that you're hearing about this debate is that it somehow will bring a sudden and sharp end to women's health in in general. Women will have no access to health care at all because of this, which is also a lie. Women have health care. You have access to health care right now. You have access to health care right now. Unless you get all of your health needs taken care of at an abortion clinic, which I highly doubt, you have access to health care right now. doesn't mean you have the ability to pay for it, but you have access to it. There are laws in the book saying if you, they can't turn you. This business that they can turn you away if you if you don't have insurance or what have you is a bunch of crap. You have women have access to health care in America. That's a lie. The idea that uh, that this is going to lead to other things being banned or restricted is also a lie because inherent in the language of the opinion by Samuel Alito says this opinion only uh, exists in regards to abortion and no other uh, controversial topic. I can't remember the exact wording, but it says in there it's only about abortion. So no, they're not going to states aren't going to be able to ban interracial marriage as you've been hearing. So if you're upset, what are you upset about? I'm curious. I got to take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550. Uh, it will, if you want to call me up, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Let me know what you're thinking. What are you, if you're upset about this Roe v. Wade thing being overturned, possibly, what are you upset about? It's Sean on News Talk 550, KTSA. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. 
How are you? Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, First off, I have not paid any attention to the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial thingy this week. I haven't watched any. Is there anything going on? Are they? Is she still testifying? Is, is that over? I have no idea. I don't know if you're still. I don't know if there's anything going on with. I don't know. I have checked out. I I have no idea. I, I I'm a bad talk show host. I'm a bad talk show. I really don't know. Is it over? There's not. I I don't. I have no idea what's going on. Is his lawyer going after her now this week? Is that what's going on? Just lost all freaking interest. It was it was kind of an it was kind of interesting TV watching when he was testifying, but now I don't care. She's pure evil. That's what I think. I know, I know. I'm being a misogynist, and I should believe the accuser. But I, I'm just. I, she looks. That chick looks evil. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm just checked out from it. And I, and I, you know, it's an interesting time for women in the news in general right now because you know right now we got all these women. Most of them have extremely hairy armpits. I don't know. I, I don't get that. They got hair, hairy armpits. All these chicks who are who are protesting Roe v. Wade going away, and the it's the end of healthcare for women in general, and and, and men Republicans MAGA hat wearers are going to kill and start killing women. All the chicks that believe that horse crap have hairy armpits. I don't know why. And you know the 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 average uppity, self important female in America in the year twenty twenty two believes that social pressure. You know, being brought upon them to shave their armpits is is like how because it's that's that that illustrates their deep oppression, right? Not that uh, a little over a hundred years ago they couldn't freaking vote, but now it's it's like you know the 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 the, the uh, patriarchy or whatever the hell makes us you know the social pressure to shave our armpits. We're oppressed. I should be able to abort my kid when he's nineteen, or I'm being oppressed. Yeah, that's that's their sense of oppression, right? That's it. That's what they, you know, if somebody doesn't use the right freaking pronoun, they're being oppressed, you know? But consider, and I, I think I brought this up yesterday briefly, consider the Taliban and their new burqa. Well, they, they were, they're returning to burqa days. This was the same Taliban in Afghanistan that Joe Biden assured us were progressive and wanted to be a part of the world community, Right? Remember that crap? Well, they're back uh, with the uh, with the hijab thing, and that you know, if you're a woman in Afghanistan, you're a Muslim, you got to wear the uh, the covering from head to toe. You even got to have that mesh crap so you can't see your eyes, or I don't know, you get stoned to death or tossed off a building. Uh, it is also law in Afghanistan under the Taliban that women should leave home as little as possible. Now, that's oppression. I think I said it yesterday. How how long do you think your average hairy-armpitted hippie chick could live under the Taliban? You know, probably not very long. And how insecure do these Taliban Muslim guys got to be? They don't want anybody seeing their women. Think about that. Do you ever... If you're a dude, do you ever encounter, you know what I mean, like what is obviously Muslim 
folks, and like if there's a female there, you do you do what I do and you just don't make eye contact? You try not to? Do you do that? Because I do. 210-599-5555, just being honest, you know. I don't want to get her in trouble. I don't want to get her beaten up or something. I'm just being honest. But, you know, it, there there are places on planet Earth where women are really freaking oppressed. This country ain't one of them. Again, let me say that again. There are places on planet Earth where women have no rights at all. They're considered furniture or property. You know, and, and, and that's it. That's not even a question of a woman having the same rights as a dude. They don't have any. None. Could you imagine the law saying to you, you should leave home as little, oh wait, leave home as little as possible. Oh, well, they kind of did that to all of us with the COVID thing. But could you imagine in America there being a law on the books that says you, you, you females, you cannot leave your home only as little as possible and you must cover yourself from head to toe. The women of this country would go nuts. No, I gotta shave my armpits. Oh, I can't abort my kid when they're eighteen or nineteen. Oh, I'm so oppressed. Women's rights are dead in America because of this Roe v. Wade thing, which hasn't even happened yet. It's silly. It, it really, it, it whatever your thoughts on on abortion are, it's really kind of silly. It just it gets stupid, man. When you ha- when somebody makes the news. Because they come out and say, I believe a woman is someone with a vagina. And that makes the news and it angers people. You know, we're, we're, we're riding the crazy train. We're just not even making any freaking sense anymore. Okay. In other parts of the world, ladies, all right. Boy, howdy. Are you really freaking impressed? People can't even see what you look like in Afghanistan and other fundamentalist Muslim countries. You cast your eyes on a male who's not your husband for a little bit too long. They beat the crap out of you, man. Send you to prison. Oppression? If you're gay, they'll toss your ass off a roof. Maybe set you on fire. So I get so, and I'm getting kind of pissed off now, but that's why I get so upset over this idea that America is this horrible, oppressive place. And and women and minorities are just horribly oppressed in America, in the America of 2022. Oh, holy God, it's so awful. No rights at all, right? No rights at all. It's a joke. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Tony Yaminski, former KTSA host. Wishing everybody a happy 100th anniversary to one of the greatest stations in the history of San Antonio Radio. And we're back. Nah, we're back. And the phone lines are open, uh, 210-599-5555. I'm Sean. How are you? Let's go to Richard. Richard, what's on your brain, Richard? Hey there, Sean. I've been kind of busy this morning, and I, I've been listening on and off. What time is the Sleepy Joe comedy tour going to perform today? Do you know? Sleepy Joe. I don't know. He may be speaking about the economy later on today, and that should be really, really funny. I need to laugh. I mean, I missed some this morning, so I need to pick it up in the middle of the day, if you know what I mean. I got you. Well, the president is uh, always capable of yucking it up, man. Never underestimate his ability to yuck things up. 
when he starts talking. I'm with you 100%. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. I appreciate the call. 210-599-5555. I think he is supposed to speak out, speak about the, the economy and inflation. The economy's fine. No joke. Everything's fine. We're creating jobs. Jobs are being created. No joke. No joke. Economy's, the economy's better than it's ever been. Listen, the economy's better than it's ever been. Bagel. Scranton. Listen, listen, no joke. When I was growing up in, in, in Stanton, uh, uh, Looking forward to when he says, reads the part. Stop whispering. Stop. Listen. No joke. Stop whispering, Mr. President. God. He is. He's getting worse, man. I'm not I'm not engaging in elder abuse here. I'm not making fun of him. But I am kind of. Because they keep shoving him out there, man. But he's getting worse. You can tell. He's in decline. He's in decline. No joke. And uh, they, they, they prefer him now. I, I was reading somewhere, I, I don't know where I read this, that at this point they prefer him always to be on one of the fake sets, fake White House sets with a big massive uh, teleprompter. It, at some point it's going to be like an IMAX screen, you know what I mean? You ever been to an IMAX movie? My first day with my then girlfriend, now my wife. We I took her to an IMAX screening of uh, that uh, that uh, space movie with uh, Sandra Bullock. She barfed all. She barfed. Joe Biden's going to have like an IMAX teleprompter at some point. You know what I mean? You'll notice that he's he's wearing like little white paper glasses. You know. What's what's the first line there, champ? It's three stories above me. We'll have an IMAX, you know, teleprompter by IMAX. So I don't know. I, th- I guess he's going to talk uh, about the economy today. We'll 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 see. That should be fascinating. Because you know, if he's going to talk about the economy, it's going to be absolute bullcrap. I-, I love the way they handle the economy. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's Jen Psaki, Psaki crap, or it's Joe Biden, they just say no, it isn't. Yet that's that's all they do. They don't provide any stats or numbers for anything. Uh, we're, we're afraid we, uh, can I ask you a question? We're afraid we may be sliding into a, a recession. Most economists feel we're sliding into a relation, recession as the cost of goods go up. And no, we're not. Um, well, Peter, the official answer is no, we're not. Uh, last jobs creation numbers were pretty low. No, they weren't. Next question. That's <laughs> how they answer everything. Biden gets out there. What's he say? He gets out there. He says, this is the best economy we've ever had. No joke. It's the best economy. The economy's on fire. We're we're creating jobs. You know, and it's like, no, we're we're not. <laughs> it's not happening. That's not. But that's that. They're so pathetic at this point. That's how they argue it. You know, they don't give you any economic stats or anything like that. You know, no, it's not. And then it's like, well, you know, we inherited this economy from the last guy. They actually go with that Obama line, you know what I mean? Well, you know, we we uh, inherited a pretty bad economic mess. What bad economic mess from the Trump era? $2 gasoline? Was that the economic mess you're talking about? 
insane job growth, more uh, more companies uh, investing in their employees because they had the extra bank to do it. You mean those times? Yeah, no joke. Those are the worst times ever. Worst times, worst economic times ever. That last guy. We are doing fine. You know that's that's great. Well, you're doing fine, sir. <laughs> we know that. He's doing all right. Jill's doing all right. Hunter's doing all right. It's not a secret. That's right. You guys are doing fine. I don't know if the rest of us are doing all that great. Dude was la- the a couple of weeks ago. Weeks ago when they had the the you know big press dinner for the White House press dinner, whatever the hell. All the journalists come out and they crack jokes. Dude was laughing at, at economic jokes, you know, laughing at gas price jokes. It's like, dude, well, he doesn't have to worry about it. It doesn't affect him. It's not like he worries about what a tank of gas costs. No joke. No joke. Come on, man. Well, when he was a kid, you know, they still had horse-drawn carriages. So, you know, it's, it's never gas has never been top of mind for a guy like Joe Biden. So anyway, we'll we'll see what brilliance he has to lay on us a little later on, with uh, some economic th- thoughts on the economy. That should be a hoot. That should be a hoot nanny. Don't you think a real hoot nanny? Hearing the president talk about the uh, the crap economy as if it's the greatest economy ever. No joke. Uh, so <laughs> stay tuned for that. All right, that's it for me. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. As usual, spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow on New Stock 550 KTSA. Bye.